Secretly recorded from deep inside the bowels of a decommissioned missile silo, we bring you the man, one single man, who wants to bring light to the darkness and dark to the lightness. Although he's not always right, he is always certain. So now, with security protocols in place, the protesters have been forced back behind the barricades and the blast doors are now sealed. Without further delay, let me introduce you to the host of HUTCAST, Mr. Tim Hutner. Thank you, Sergeant-at-Arms. You can now take your post. The views and opinions expressed in this program are solely those of the individual and participants. These views and opinions expressed do not represent those of the host or the show. The opinions in this broadcast are not to replace your legal, medical, or spiritual professionals. Happy Sunday, 7-30-2023. Today's show, Dr. Artis, Artis of Texas. He was on our show last year, the 24th of July, 2022, and he's going to give us an update on what's going on in his world, and a heck of a popular show. We had a, had a great time with him, and boy, we sure learned a lot. Also, we're going to mention a little bit about the I-80 truck stop, a city within a city. So, Hudcast will be right back, and again, Dr. Artis is our guest speaker today. Stand by. The current healthcare system is not meeting the needs of real people. People are demanding better, better care, better options, and want results. So Gareth Care has launched and is advocating for those in the U.S. and internationally, as people are realizing the controlled system has not been there for them. If you want your own independent advocate that is not controlled by big corporations, call or text and enroll today to get your advocate for your needs serving all ages for any healthcare need. You might have. You matter. Here's how you get started. www.garethcare.com G-R-A-I-T-H-C-A-R-E.com Call Gareth Care Direct 1-469-864-7149 Call or text a question to Healthcare Sucks and get an advocate with Gareth Care 1-469-864-7149 Mention HUTCAST and you'll get a 10% discount on your advocacy bundle. And the staff at Gareth Care will take care of you. Remember to mention HUTCAST to get that extra 10% off your first bundle of time. And this is all brought to you from Gareth Care. Welcome back to HUTCAST. Dr. Artis, Dr. Brian Artis, he has his own show. Hit him up, listen to him on our site. Brian, are you there, Dr. Artis? I'm here. Hi, everybody. And we welcome to the show. We appreciate it. Last time well, we had our conversation, it was July 24th, 2022, almost a year ago. And I can only imagine a lot has happened since then. Why don't you fill us in on what's going on in your world? Yeah, thanks for uh, inviting me on. So onto the show again. I can't believe it's already been a year. It's been amazing how quick the last several years have gone, actually, the last four years particularly. Right. Uh, but yes, it has been a very a very wild ride for myself personally with travel, speaking, asking to be in interviews, lawsuits against hospitals, holding press conferences, assigning attorneys to families. It's been a very, very busy four years. So what are we up to recently? And since the last year, a lot has uh, come to fruition, obviously. One of the things that have continued to build since the last time I interviewed on your radio show or on your podcast here is actually going through and defining and learning for myself what are the various foreign proteins that are actually getting inside of the bodies of people around the world via through the COVID-19 pandemic, via the um, experimental vaccines that have gone around the world in 5 billion people to understand what is in those in both of those weapons or biological weapons, in my opinion, it has been studying what are they publishing in the literature that they are studying in the tissues of all humans are the reaction when they're having symptoms. What can they find in the body that are creating those symptoms? And what has been the most helpful for me over this last year in helping to improve the lives of people around the world that I'm physically working with 
on a daily and weekly basis around the world has been one particular study that we would have talked about a year ago, actually. So in April of 2020, or sorry, April 2022, there was a documentary that was released, an interview I did with Stu Peters and follow-ups with Mike Adams, the health ranger. Uh-huh. And in those interviews is when I made everybody aware and reminded them if they missed this in the very beginning of COVID, that the spike proteins of COVID were actually defined, published to be identical by geneticists to venoms of particular snakes called cobra snake. And the protein in its venom is called cobra toxin. And then in a crate snake, which is another Asian snake, there's a venom protein called bungarotoxin in its venom. Both of these proteins in those venoms is what geneticists in China and in France and in Italy all confirmed were the spike proteins of COVID in the virus they call SARS-CoV-2. Well, since those geneticists in January defined that the origin of COVID was venom from two snakes, the third most likely source they said in January of 2020 was bats, not snakes. Snakes were the first uh, and most likely origin of COVID. So that was in January of 2020. April of 2020, French researchers isolate the spike protein, identify that it's actually identical to two snakes' neurotoxin venom proteins, same ones, cobratoxin and bungarotoxin. Uh Then two months later, this one study is what I've been spending this whole last year diving through. It's one particular study. Italian researchers in June of 2020, after hearing that these researchers in China in France in the first four months of COVID are figuring out that the origins of COVID are two snakes proteins in their venom. This Italy researcher named Carlo Brogna went around all cities in Italy, had people PCR tested for COVID and they had to have symptoms if they were positive. And then he found people that were negative for COVID with the PCR tests. And if they were negative, he still took blood, urine and feces samples from all of them. So he took blood, urine, and fecal samples, stool samples, from everyone in the group that they were studying, those who had COVID and those who didn't. And they decided to run three lab tests that included laboratories in Italy and in Germany. They ran three tests. They're fancy words. Mass spectrometry, liquid chromatography, and ion fractioning. Now, they did these three different types of tests because if venom showed up at all in any of these tissues, Uh blood, urine, and feces, they wanted to know, can they identify the animal source of that venom? And what they found was beyond what they expected. They found 36 different venom proteins in every COVID patient's blood and feces from 36 different animals. And they found zero venom proteins inside of the negative COVID group. It was only positive in the, uh, COVID group. Really? Now, now what they published in this study, and if anybody wants to look it up, you can look it up online. It's titled Toxin-Like Peptides in the Blood, Urine, and Feces of COVID-19 Patients. And for everyone in the audience is watching this, every symptom of COVID-19 and every single symptom of long-hauler COVID-19 sufferers, even right now, And every single vaccine injury reported to any government agency in the whole world from the COVID-19 vaccines can all be explained by the venoms that they found inside the bodies of all COVID patients. So table one inside this study in June of 2020 that is peer-reviewed and then published in the medical literature. They completed the study in June of 2020, submitted this to the world for peer review, In publication, it took a whole year before it got approved, after peers reviewed it and published it. Table one in this paper is what I've spent the most time over the last year diving into, researching for myself to be able to explain to people around the world how it is they created the disease symptoms, the disease outcomes, and the deaths and traumas and injuries with the biological weapons surrounding COVID-19, the entire pandemic. It is all answered in this one study. So I'm going to give you your, your audiences an example. In May of 2020, remember this was done in June of 2020, so it's three years later. 
Mm-hmm. The reason why this study is so important is so many people are still suffering and have been injured right. and are having life-altering symptoms as a result of either having COVID several years ago or the vaccine injuries. And for me as a researcher and as a clinician, I've always been intrigued at wanting to know what is the root cause of your symptoms? Because if you can define that, then you know how to target it. You know how to detox it. You know how to study for it. And once you apply those principles you study, per the understanding now what the weapon is, right. you now can come up with a, an effective strategy to combat it. And oh my God, have we done that. It's been so exciting. So let me give you an example of something. In this study, they actually published, there weren't just two snakes venoms in COVID-19 patients that they were calling the spike protein. They published there's 36 confirmed different animal venoms in every COVID-19 patient that they found and studied. So, for example, in their blood and feces, what they found circulating in their blood and in their poop, they found 20 different snakes' venom proteins in their bodies and 16 different venoms from starfish in the ocean, on the ocean floor, and 15 different sea snail venoms on the ocean floor in the bodies of every COVID-19 patient. And those venoms are called conotoxins, the cone snail venoms, and then a starfish venom. And that starfish's venom is called phospholipase A2, is the type of venom protein it is that causes multiple organ failure in its prey. Mm. And it was in the bodies of every COVID 19 patient. Okay. So in that table of 36 venoms, you remember in May of 2020, they started reporting there's this weird side effect of this new virus that causes blood clots. Yep. And they were reporting that in hospitals, the people with these blood clots were not responding to the use of heparin, warfarin, or coumadin, which are blood clot-busting drugs. They said there's a whole bunch of people in these hospitals with COVID who have blood clots that are not being broken down by these drugs. In the table, in the 36 venoms that were found in every COVID patient in Italy in the study conducted by Carlo Bragna, the very first protein published on that table is from the Malayan crate snake, which is the Asian crate snake that the Chinese researchers said was the origin of COVID. The very first protein listed on the table is called, this, this, is, this is incredible for people to learn. I'm so excited to be on the program to share this with your audience. Okay. This we is very important. It. The very first protein isolated is called a Kunitz type serine protease inhibitor. Lots of lots of big fancy words, but a shortened name for that protein is called textilinin. Now, there's facilities all around the world that produce textilinin, which is a venom protein from the eastern brown snake primarily. Okay. But inside of COVID patients, the very first protein they found was a Kunitz-type serine protease inhibitor, which is textilinin. For the audiences at home, any of you who are living with symptoms of blood clots of any kind or have been told you're developing blood clots and now need to be on a blood thinner. The textilinin Kunitz type serine protease inhibitor protein from the Malayan crate, the first one found in every COVID patient causes blood clotting in a mammal that is resistant to heparin and warfarin. Hmm. So, So the moment you see that you start to realize, Oh no, this is how they did it. They used synthetic venoms. They're manufacturing around the world and they've managed to get this into the populace and it is creating blood clots that they are publishing all around the world in hospitals. These blood clots in COVID specific patients won't break down with heparin and warfarin. Well, the department of defense of America owns patents on this blood clot, uh, protein. It was very interesting to learn that the department of defense mm-hmm. owns the patents for this protein made from snake venom to cause blood clotting that is resistant to heparin and warfarin. I found that shocking for the audiences at home. If you've been struggling with shortness of breath, swelling in your feet, uh, water retention or edema, a fluid in your lungs still after COVID or after the vaccines, and you run a test called a D dimer test. D dimers looks to see if you have blood clots forming in your body. And if you do, and if you have persistent symptoms, anybody around the world, you need to get on a substance called licorice root because licorice root has in it a component called glycerohyzin acid. 
and glycerohyzin acid is published to actually break down and inhibit all 12 blood clotting factors in the human blood that snake venom initiates. It's the only thing in nature that does this action to destroy all blood clots, even those that are formed by these proteins found in snakes' venoms. Now, in this list of 36 different venoms that they found in only COVID patients, they actually catalog every protein that's in the bodies of these patients, blood and feces. For example, this one. So I have to learn what Kunitz type serine proteases are because I don't know those proteins and I've had to spend a lot of time diving into mm. what are the natural resources on the planet that pharmaceutical giants are studying all around the world. They are finding those components that block, detoxify, and remove venom proteins because they convert those components in plants to drugs. That's how the drug companies work. They look for things in nature. How do they work and how do they save lives or how do they improve symptoms? And then they isolate what that chemical is in the plant and then they synthetically manufacture it, put it in a little orange bottle and sell it to you. <laughs> right. That's what they do. So in this list, I'm hoping this, this show will actually help answer a lot of questions for people. For example, just yesterday, I have never even done an interview on this. I had no idea this was true, but it was very exciting to me. This is, for example, something I do every single day, and then I educate the audiences on what we we're learning and what we're seeing. So, for example, there is a symptom of COVID that ran around like wildfire all over the Internet, super popular and viral. They called it COVID toes, COVID fingers. COVID toes was, not a joking, type that in Google and look up images. Around the world, people started, their toes were turning red okay, and then purple and then black, and then some people lost their toes, had to have them amputated. Whoa. That is an action of the blood clotting effects of this Kunitz-type serine protease protein from these snakes. That's what it does. Sure. It creates these little bitty blood clots that get into your fingers and toes and can restrict blood flow, and then you'll lose them, like Deion Sanders did after he got the vaccines. So he had a few of his toes amputated. This is, an, this is a reaction to venoms. Also, inside the 36 venoms, they list something called phospholipase A2. And this is a protein from about 12 different animals in this 36 table of venom proteins. The majority of them are called phospholipase A2. This doesn't mean a lot to anybody at home, except if you have lingering long-hauler COVID symptoms, you should be demanding a test from your medical doctor called a phospholipase A2 test. It is not a part of a normal blood scan, but if you request it, they just add it and the lab will run it. It has been positive in every single long hauler COVID patient around the world I've asked to have that test run. Mm -hmm. And this venom protein causes multiple organ failure by killing cells of your organs. That's what this venom protein does. So phospholipase A2s also have plant extracts that stop that venom from hurting you. And it's found in plants like this, Macuna prurines, which is called the velvet bean extract. That is published since the 70s to block phospholipase A2 in snake bite victims from causing necrosis and death of organs. And this is what we found in a whole bunch of uh, patients around the world. And it was confirmed every time in every COVID-19 positive patient. In fact, this one enzyme found, this protein found in venom, also it is blocked by an herb called ashwagandha. And this, this has been published for over 30 years that if you consume ashwagandha, and for audiences around the world, it has another name, okay. withania somnifera. If you purchase withania somnifera, otherwise known as ashwagandha, for 30 years now, they know that when these venom proteins called phospholipase A2 or any of the spike protein venoms like cobra toxin and bungaro toxin, they have published that ashwagandha in that plant, there's, there, there's these components that will dock to the venom, bind to the venom, and the venom will just circulate in the body until you poop it out, pee it out, sweat it out. It protects your body's cells and tissues from injury from these venom proteins. So when you start looking into this table, these are just examples of the things I get excited about because you can start to 
very confidently articulate to audiences and show them in the literature, these are the venom proteins they found. Now, let me show you the documents of what those venom proteins do in a human. These are the symptoms they create. And this is what happens when you apply these natural substances found in nature that actually block, inhibit, or detoxify these venoms out of the body. And then we're seeing restoration of patients' lives all around the world. Venoms, I did not know this until the last couple of years, obviously learning this venom aspect of COVID-19. And before people, I hope people don't get turned off by this topic. This is, this is very important for people to understand, just in a relationship, and then let's just open this up for questions if you have any. Okay. Make your audience might be interested in. I need the world to recognize something, and everyone listening here, ask yourself if I'm right when I say this. Is it true that any of the COVID-19 vaccines that have gone around the world and have been injected into any arm in the entire world, which vaccines for COVID-19 actually are vaccinating you against the virus called SARS-CoV-2? We're talking AstraZeneca. We're talking Moderna, we're talking Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, Novavax, Sputnik, it doesn't matter, from Russia. Name okay. your vaccine for COVID. Which of the COVID-19 vaccines have any SARS-CoV-2 virus in it? Because supposedly they're injecting you with something to prevent you getting an infection from this virus in the future and having less worse outcomes or lessening outcomes. Mm -hmm. There's not a single COVID-19 vaccine that's ever been made that has ever gone out, been introduced to anybody's body, been injected in anybody's body that actually has SARS-CoV-2 virus in it. So what are they vaccinating people against if it's not the virus? Inside every shot, AstraZeneca, Johnson & Johnson, Novavax, those are called subunit protein vaccines. That's how they define them. The subunit, the small unit of protein with SARS-CoV-2 they call the spike protein, which is on the outside of the virus, they say. And this is what was creating the conversation worldwide that this must be a gain of function pathogen because these spike proteins in nature do not attach themselves to coronaviruses. And this spike protein is on the outside of the virus. And they said this spike protein causes by itself Injury and disease to 28 different tissues in the human body. Mm. So it was never the virus that was so deadly. It was this spike protein on the outside of the virus, they said, was causing so much death and injury and harm and symptoms. I see. The Johnson & Johnson, Novavax, and AstraZeneca shots are simply spike proteins being injected into you. Now, the spike proteins were absolutely confirmed by geneticists, not, not chiropractors or medical doctors, <laughs> geneticists confirmed in January of 2020, April of 2020 in France, and again in Italy in June of 2020. They confirmed the spike proteins of COVID were venoms from snakes. Wow. So the Johnson & Johnson shot, AstraZeneca shot, and Novavax, just think about this. They're only injecting you with the spike proteins. What are the spike proteins? Venom proteins that are neurotoxins. Defined by all these geneticists. Okay. When you get to the Moderna and Pfizer shot, that's supposedly something they call mRNA technology. mRNA technology is they're injecting you with billions of pieces of genetic code called the mRNA, and they're expecting that to get inside of your mammal cells in your body and then tell your cells to manufacture spike proteins. So they want your body now becoming a venom manufacturing factory and then they say when your body's making its own venom the spike proteins as they call it you can uh -huh. call it spike proteins it is really venom i okay. kind of thought about this the other day i was like you know if, if you ask somebody is your espresso is that coffee imagine them arguing with you going there's no coffee in this <laughs> there's no coffee in this this is espresso right. uh, but you can call it spike proteins all you want to it's still snake venom proteins in fact tim did you see the study from May of this year that they just came out with the NIH funded and published a study and it's titled SARS-CoV-2 spike protein targets alpha seven nicotine receptors in the body. Mm. In the very first paragraph of the study, it says the spike protein of COVID is identical 
to snake venom neurotoxins. I don't know how how much more effort I need to convey to people around the world. They continue to publish that the spike proteins of COVID, even the NIH in the United States just published in May of 2023, spike proteins target nicotine receptors in the body, and they're identical to snake venom neurotoxins. Now, just realize, world, they did not vaccinate you for a virus. They didn't put a virus in any of the vaccines. They never even talk about putting a virus in any of the vaccines. It's only this spike protein, which is the biological weapon that they were saying had to have been done in a lab and added to a virus. Truth is, they never needed a virus. The truth is, they've never needed a virus to actually create the global population of the Earth to have venoms introduced into their body. What I have since learned, and then we'll open this up for your, your discussion, what we have since learned is... Geneticists for over 70 years have been creating what are called plasmids, P-L-A-S-M-I-D-S. And with 100% confidence, I can tell you this is how they orchestrated the entire pandemic of COVID-19. They just, they just actually spread plasmids in the air, in our water, in our food, and this is how they created illness and sickness around the world they called COVID-19. Inside of plasmids, it's a circular DNA structure that they embed a gene sequence of their choice. And in these plasmids, they are putting the venom proteins in the plasmids. What does the plasma do? Once it's in your body, if you have bacteria in your body or yeast living in your body, like E. coli or candida, and then they also publish simply if you have cells in your body. Every cell in the human body, when it is introduced to a plasmid or a plasmid comes up next to the bacteria, yeast, or your cells in your body, each of those cells will suck in the plasmid with its DNA instructions. And in the case of the plasmids for COVID, all of them are encoded with different venom protein instructions. They actually put venom in the plasmid. And then that gets sucked into the bacteria, gets drawn up into the yeast, it gets drawn up into your cells, and then their cells now are instructed, along with the bacteria and yeast, to start replicating and manufacturing venom in your body that they call spike proteins. And every single symptom of COVID can be explained with that table of 36 different venoms, and each of those venoms are embedded in plasmids. I've already found all the documentation along with Dr. Henry Ely, Dr. Ed Group, Dr. Jana Schmidt. We've been doing tons of research on this. And kudos to Dr. Henry Ely on their plasmids, because once we figured that out, then I knew how they were engineering a biological weapon. We are the weapon. We're the manufacturers of it, actually. They just gave us the instruction of how to make it. Ah. And they call this genetic engineering or biological engineering. And y'all can look that up online. People can study that online if they'd like. Most people don't like studying that kind of stuff scientifically, but engineering, I'm sorry, uh, biological engineering and genetic engineering is how they instruct plasmids and organisms like bacteria and yeast to manufacture something they don't typically manufacture on their own. And in this case, they're using venom instructions embedded in plasmids that can be in your water. This is actually how I think they orchestrated all of COVID is they released, anyway, we, we, won't, we won't go into that now, but the Italy study has been so important at understanding how they created every symptom of COVID, long hauler COVID. And to kind of wrap this up before I go to your questions or for your audiences, what's incredible about the new study that the NIH just published in May, confirming that the spike proteins of COVID, which are identical to snake venom neurotoxins, they said in the paper, it targets what's called alpha-7 nicotine receptors. For your entire audiences, hopefully there's some medical professionals and scientists listening to this, the real target of every spike protein in COVID, these venom proteins, every single one of them only target one receptor, and it's the alpha-7 nicotinic acetylcholine receptors. This is important because in January of 2023, Tim, I know you haven't heard this. I'm about to do presentations at the Reawaken Tour about this. Okay. A high-level a high military official, 37-year Navy admiral in Washington, D.C., about a month ago, sent me a paper and said, this is circulating around Washington, D.C. 
but they're burying it in the medical journals. They don't want this getting out. You need to tell the audiences. <laughs> so I opened the paper. He texted it to me. I opened the paper and I couldn't believe it. I was so excited. And I'm going to tell your audiences right now. When I say the May paper with the NIH saying that the spike proteins of COVID that are identical to snake venom neurotoxins are targeting alpha-7 nicotine receptors, this is important, in January, just five months before that paper came out, a group of, of researchers decided to conduct a study with long-hauler COVID patients who were struggling with symptoms for at least a year and a half. And these symptoms had to include these, Tim. So audience members, listen, if you have any of these, I'm about to tell you what they did to cure these people in six days. They only did one thing. They, all of these people that they put in the study, they had to have symptoms for a year and a half after having COVID. Doesn't matter if they were vaccinated or not. They just had to have COVID confirmed or PCR tested positive okay. and then have lingering symptoms for a year and a half. Those symptoms had to include, in all these patients, loss of taste and smell for over a year, tinnitus, which is ringing in your ears for a year and a half, they had to have brain fog or cognitive impairment, as they said it. They had to have new onset of diabetes since having COVID. Isn't that interesting? They had to have new onset of diabetes. They also had to have tachycardia and arrhythmias of their heart. Think of myocarditis or issues with the heart. Okay. They had to have that with accompanying headaches, exercise-induced lethargy for a year and a half. So any activities, they get exhausted. And all these people had it. So they found these four patients that had all these symptoms for a year and a half. And they asked these people to track their symptoms on a scale of zero to 10, sorry, zero to five, five being extreme okay. and zero non-existent on each of their symptoms that they had for four days prior to their treatment. They did this treatment, Tim, for only six days. So for four days, they're just keeping track of their symptoms and the levels of severity. Then on day one, they start their treatment, and they're still tracking their symptoms. They take their treatment for six days, and this is incredible. For anyone in the world listening to this, this, this actual uh, radio show, 50% of every single symptom that was existing for a year and a half or longer, 50% of all of them were 100% gone by day three. When they stopped the treatment on day six there was still lingering benefits of the treatment and by day 21 not a single person had any more symptoms that they had been living with for a year and a half but they only used the treatment for six days total so by day three half of everybody's symptoms are all gone they continue to take it for the next three days they stop the treatment three days later and then there's a lingering benefit and all their symptoms are still disappearing and by day 21 all symptoms are gone then these researchers followed up with every single one of these long-hauler COVID-suffering patients. They called them six months later after treatment, and they wanted to do a follow-up. Did any of your symptoms return? 100% of all their symptoms stayed gone that entire period and never returned. So it fixed them. Tim, do you want to know what the treatment was? I'm still waiting. Your audiences should be very excited about this, and no one else in the whole world is talking about it. And okay. I'm still shocked. <laughs> okay. So you hear it here they, first, right? It, this is this is the first tip. Okay. Let's so here it is. Roll it out. They published, they asked these individuals with long hauler COVID symptoms for a year and a half to do one thing only. They asked them to wear a seven milligram nicotine patch for six days. And that was it. Wow. And all the symptoms disappeared. 50% in three days, 100% were gone by day 21 in all the patients. There was only one of the four that even had a symptom till day 21. The rest were all gone by day 14. So for all of you at home who are wondering, what can I do? I'm, I'm still losing my hair. I still don't have my taste and smell. I'm, I've got deafness or reduced hearing. I have uh, cardiac issues and arrhythmias. I have blood clots that are going on. Just know... The scientists around the world and the researchers around the world are actually understanding and they've known since April of 2020 that nicotine was the most powerful antidote to COVID. And they've known this the whole time. Smokers to this day are those that were the least hospitalized and ever died from COVID. And researchers as early as April of 2020 said, we are seeing a trend worldwide 
there's only one demographic of people who are not ending up in hospitals and that's smokers. Wow. So these French researchers isolated the gene, sorry, the uh, spike protein of COVID and ran its DNA sequence to see what it was identical to. When it came out of their DNA database that it was identical to King Cobra's venom and crate venom from the snake called the crate snake, they said these two venoms target just one receptor in the body on every cell. It's called alpha-7 nicotine receptors. They published this in April of 2020. They said these the COVID spike protein is targeting nicotine receptors to create all the symptoms of COVID, including loss of oxygen, hypoxia. When we put those little tools on our fingers to measure our blood, everybody was doing it during COVID. Yep. That's what their venom does. It actually paralyzes your diaphragm and your heart's ability to beat. They're neurotoxins. And that's how venomous creatures kill their prey. They stop you from breathing. So as they introduced little bitty pieces of these venoms that were neurotoxin to us, we all started having breathing issues and uh, respiratory issues, obviously, and suffered every symptom of COVID. They well, published in April of 2020 that the antidote was nicotine. Doc, we got to take they, a commercial here. Hold on here. Because you, yeah, you covered a lot of traction. And holy mackerel, is this news breaking or what? Um, very exciting to me. We are, we are about 33, 34 minutes in this first segment. When we come back, I'd like to talk about the effectiveness of this. And, and we're in 70 countries now, and we're programmed in seven languages, which I don't speak but two. I'm in awe that this ain't out in the news. So let's take a break. We'll come back and talk about this. Stand by for Hutcast. We'll be right back. Need a quick, healthy boost to start your day? Dry Superfuel. Superfuel by Casmo is loaded with vitamins and healthy ingredients that will give you a quick, healthy boost. Make Superfuel a great-tasting, low-calorie addition to your daily regimen. Order Superfuel at www.superfuel.me or call 833-FUEL-X12-F-U-E-L-X12 or 833-383-5912. Super Fuel. Welcome back to the cast. Dr. Artis from Texas is in our studio. Well, remotely in our studio. And we're having a conversation about, oh, all kinds of stuff. And what happened since his last visit to the Hutcast and now. Dr. Artis, thanks again for coming on. We, uh, we've we heard this in the first segment that there is so much to learn. There's so much to know. You've had some groundbreaking information here and, and to be released first on Hutcast. Thank you. I appreciate that. We are in seven uh, languages. We are in over 70 countries. You talk about these products. First of all, let's break this down into, and let's quantify this and say, how do we get our message to you? What is our effectiveness? How, what's that vehicle that we get to say that Dr. Artis's information is getting to these people? Now, we all have the internet. We all have Google. We have all, we all have this. And we're preaching to the choir most of the time because most of the people think like us. I'd like to target the people that don't think like us. The people that think that, hey, there isn't a, a pseudo conspiracy. How do we get that message to them? Yeah, that's a great point. I think the number one way in which we convey a message to people who either don't want to hear it or it appears they can't hear it, which has been a lot of people in the world, unfortunately. Right. Uh, I actually had to buy books to figure out how to do this. When I <laughs> unco- when I uncovered the remdesivir hospital protocol yep. by Anthony yep. Fauci, it was mm-hmm. toxic and deadly. I hired a publicist that day, May 13th of 2020 to start getting into the media to warn everybody as, as far as I could get the message as possible. I went on every TV show, radio show, you name it, anything that would have me on, I went on. And what I've learned real quickly was if I was going to be an effective speaker of truth or relayer of truth, I knew I was going to be dealing with audiences around the world that might see things that we're presenting as conspiratorial, sure. uh, possibly because of what the mainstream media was pushing. Right. Right. You got, you got federal, health agency directors coming on in white coats on the news telling you that this this drug remdesivir is safe and effective so it's kind of hard to you know you're going to be navigating these waters of people who are a lot of them are just complicit to listen and trust authority figures that they ah, see in the media right so I, 
I knew I was going to have a problem trying to get through to everybody. So I started buying books in June of 2020 when I was doing 40 to 50 interviews a week in the media. I started buying these books written by cult experts. This is not a joke. Everybody in the audience should listen to this. Little Jim Jones stuff here, huh? Yeah, yeah, they actually talk about them in the book, too. Steve uh-huh. Hassan is yeah. a cult expert called America's number one cult expert. What he does for a living is actually help families of loved ones that are in a cult. He helps the family members that are outside the cult navigate the waters of communication to their loved ones in the cult. And I found this very interesting in his book. The first one I read, it's called Freedom of Mind, written in 2013. He defines there's four types of cults in the world for educating audiences that are reading his books. And for those listening right here, this blew my mind. I had no idea. 2013, he wrote that there's four different types of cults. There's, there's the religious cults that we all know about. Think of Jim Jones, like you mentioned. Think about Waco. Think about Applegate. Think yep. about all those, right? Yep. So you've got religious cults. You've got uh, political cults, commercial and therapeutic I had never even considered that there were such things as political cults, but it appeared to me in June of 2020 that COVID-19 was very political. Oh, big time. So I, so I was very excited to see that, and I wanted to know how he defines political cults. And he has the definition on page four of his book, Freedom of Mind. And it reads, in order for a political cult to be destructive and successful, they have to manage only two things. They have to control the media and they have to prevent free assembly. There you go. And this is important for this discussion we're having right now because this was super eye-opening to me. They were controlling the media, and they were telling us not to gather in groups, right. which is exactly what every successful political cult does in history. Yes. yes. I just didn't, I just never studied political cults. So <laughs> I had no idea. When I go to the chapter on political cults to learn more about it, what I learn in there is he states, Steve Hassan does, that often a political cult, if they're finding it hard to manage their large crowds, they're trying to manipulate and control and brainwash. If the mainstream media and the prevention of free assembly isn't enough to control them into compliance, they will often take a third step that they take from the religious cult leaders who are the most successful in their cult-like tactics okay. to indoctrinate and control people. And I couldn't believe it when I read it. But it made 100% sense all of a sudden. They said what they will often do is they will ask, like religious cult leaders will, they will ask their followers, their citizens, Mm -hmm. the political cult leaders, they will ask them to wear an article of clothing every day. Oh, the mask. And then the mask. And if you remember in the first five months of the pandemic, Anthony Fauci was on and off about the mask. Yeah, you can wear the mask. No, it ain't going to work. And then all of a sudden it was everybody's got to wear one. And this this control of physically putting something on your body to wear. Uh, there's the most successful religious cults in the world have their followers wear clothing every day. Picture like, for example, not that there's anything negative about them following this. This is just their successful tactic. They know behavior-wise if they can initiate specific behaviors and have them wear something every day, sure. this further seeds their indoctrination and brainwashing. The Mormon church, which I was raised in, just imagine they tell every one of their followers, you have to wear this special Mormon underwear every day to protect you from the invisible Satan you can't see. And as long as you wear it, you're protected. As long as you wear that cotton or silk underwear, you're going to be protected. I heard that my whole adult life. You're going to be, <laughs> so that's really, be saved from this invisible invader. That's really and a thing. All sudden, and all of a sudden I realized, oh my God, this is what they're doing now. They're actually telling you there's an invisible invader floating around their world called SARS-CoV-2. Wear a mask and you'll be safe. No, it's not. Never was that proven. That's just what they used as a tactic to control us in every one of those books, Tim. Wow. So this Mormon he thing said, was, a, was a real deal then, right? Yeah. And he states in there for the audiences at home and all of you that are listening to this show who are having a hard time with your loved ones, trying to convey messages that you find important to you that you would like them to look at and read. He states in every single chapter for the family members trying to communicate with their loved one in the cult to rescue them out of that dangerous cult. He states you have to do it with these two things. You can only talk to them with love and kindness. You can never belittle them. You cannot attack them. 
You cannot be angry at them. You can't call them stupid for believing whatever they're believing in whatever cult they're in. You have to come forward always with love because the indoctrinators of the religious cults are telling your loved one not to trust people outside the group. So when you come to your loved one or the audiences that I was talking to, I knew I needed to convey through love and compassion and empathy that my messaging. And the second step is you only provide data. You only give them sheer facts if you're going to present them with something. So you have to come from a angle of love and empathy and you have to just give them facts. So this is why in that first segment of this show, it was, what are the facts? The facts are, yes, there was a problem going around the world. They called COVID. What was causing the problem of sickness and illness? These things called spike proteins on the outside of a virus that had already been found before 20 years earlier, but all of a sudden it has these weird spike proteins on it that are making it sick and deadly and causing death. It's the only thing. And then this thing called spike proteins is the only thing they vaccinated the whole world for to either make in your body or inject you with. You might as well know what that is. The spike proteins were published by geneticists to be venoms of multiple creatures in the ocean and on land. The, sure. the next question for you guys could be at home. Well, how'd they get us? How did they get it into us? Well, that's for a lot of people to try to figure out. We know how they're doing it. We know exactly what they're using to engineer it, how they actually created this whole scenario and how they continue and why they continue to push the vaccine agenda. They need to, in order to continue their agenda. Well, let's not spin so, out of control here. Hold on here. You're going down that path again. We just did that for the first 30 minutes. We we need to figure out how to, as you and I as uh, broadcasters, how do we better improve this message? I mean, what what is that, again, that vehicle that says, hey, this is making a lot of sense. I mean, you brought up this guy who uh, about the cults. I, I get that. What do you and I say? So this is, this is what I do. I seriously go on every interview I can because I'm trying to find the most effective way to get this information to people. I'm creating resources, documents, directing them to my site, going around the world testifying in Capitol buildings all around the world, testifying before a King's Court and Parliament. We're doing all of those things. The next thing for me, I had to bring a group of people together to actually present as far and wide as possible all of this data with a few people who I know will convey it with massive amounts of sympathy and love for other humans. And so I have launched in the last six months the effort to create what is called Healing for the Ages Conference. At this conference, this is going to be in September 8th and 9th in Dallas, Texas, but streamed worldwide. You can go to healingfortheages.com to go watch the informative videos we've already created to educate people why this is so important. The first day of the conference, we are going to be presenting you how God created the human body. Mm -hmm. The systems of the body, cardiovascular, skeletal. It's going to be a very layperson-friendly presentation. We're going to be giving you infographics on the body's build and how God designed it, how the immune system functions, how the body detoxes, and then what you feed the body in your diet and what you supplement to keep your immune system up. So you don't have to be afraid in the future of anything they're going to try to scare you with. Sure. So, so you're webinars. thinking repetition. You want to constantly be out there and be in front of everybody. There, 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 there. It's always you, right? Trying to. Yep. But it's not just me. We're actually gathering people to do this and we're inviting, not a joke. We've invited 50 medical doctors who are high profile, which you would consider anti-COVID celebrities. We've invited them all to come and almost all of them are coming and they're going to sit up front and we're going to educate them on everything we understand about plasmids, the utilization of bacteria, yeast systems, why blood sugar is implicated, why 5G had to be introduced. It had to be in order to maximize the effectiveness of the bacteria, yeast, and cells in your body to even manufacture the spike proteins. Okay, they had to have 5G to do it. There's my point. So we're going to teach you all how to do that, how they did it all, and present that to them with all of their antidotes. And as we help improve one life after another, giving yeah. them solutions one after another, we expect that they will be able to share those testimonies with their loved ones and they will be able to know who to trust, who to follow, and maybe the misconceptions and misdirections as they learn them, they will start looking for the other side of the story, which is who's healing people, sure. can nature heal us, can the body repair and recover. You said you and invited is, 50 doctors? We invited 50 medical doctors to come and just attend 
and join us. Okay, and these and we are pe- going to be presenting to them. And these people were anti or uh, yeah, anti COVID shot type of guys. Yep. So they, how about the likes pro- will be how Peter McCullough pro- and other ones will be there. How about the pro COVID guys? See, see, here's 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 the point about politics. You can have an opinion; they can have a, an opinion. They think their opinion's right. I, we think our opinion's right. How, how do you cross that prefaces of you need to see one way or the other, or or just get our ideas in their head and vice versa, so you can communicate effectively? So how how about inviting fifty doctors that are pro COVID who think that this is just uh, malarkey? How do you get them a, at your show? Yeah, that is exactly what we want. So. The reason why we're inviting these 50 doctors is because these 50 doctors, we actually invited more than that, but we're expecting 50 of them to be there sure. in attendance. The reason why we invited them to come is because there's narratives, even within the COVID narrative, that they don't accept. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a lot of them that are closed-minded to don't even want to look, don't want to see it. They don't want to be acknowledging right. or even say the word venom or Head in the venom. sand. They don't it, want to see it. Yep. So I've, I've got to get these guys who are at least on the on the awareness that this is a an atrocity, the entire vaccine agenda of COVID, the entire media of COVID, the propaganda of COVID. At least we're aware of that. Now we need to get these people brought up to speed of just how confidently we can show you this is what they're using because they're going to take these principles, we're going to show them, and we expect they're going to take them back to their practices and then take them to their medical conferences, and they're going to be able to show, hey, we're utilizing these things to improve the lives of people around the world. And they're going to go like this. The other medical professionals are going to go like this. Why are you even using nicotine? That doesn't make any sense. Why are you doing that? Okay. Why would you say that works? And how, why do you think it's working in all your patients you're treating people with? And then they can educate them. Well, actually, it binds to the receptors 30 times higher affinity than the spike proteins do. And they're going to go, but that's not what's published. And they're going to go, yes, it is. Here's the published studies. You don't know this yet, but the spike proteins of COVID were venoms. And it's just one thing after another. You have to just educate them and show them. Evidence will come forward when they can prove or show when they apply the principles in healing these people. The other people should, I hope. So you want an oath to do no harm. You don't go like this. Oh, you you want a an epiphany of self awareness. Absolutely. And you don't want to push it on them. You want to do it the loving, caring way and say, oh, look here, just like in the cult uh, conversation we had. Absolutely. So if you become combative or angry or try to force this information on someone, as Steve Hassan, these cult experts said, they said they will always push back and they will avoid you. They will actually go further into their indoctrination and away from you. So we're trying to draw them in and bring more people along with us to recognize we don't all, I'll tell you now, I've never confessed to know all things. I hope no one else on the planet does either. <laughs> well, that'd be a We're all learning from each other. Right. So we want to be all inclusive and invite people in no matter what's being said, because we, we can very clearly see how to reverse vaccine injuries. And this is just an, an important thing. Vaccine injured, long hauler COVID symptoms, there's, there's actually antidotes to those. There's solutions to those. They just don't know what they are. They're not looking at those studies. They are producing so much research every day that medical doctors are having to sift through that they don't have time to even get to the real stuff that's being buried or being um, not put in the journals that they want. Sure, suppressed. That are the most common or most popular. So they'll put them in all these other ones, but they won't show them to you. What do, so what do you want my listeners? What do you want my listeners to do about the responsibility of them? You know, everybody has a. If you preach Christian, you, 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 your job is to go preach Christian. If you're, if you're whatever, you, whatever your faction is, what do you want our listeners to do? If there was one thing I could ask your listeners to do, number one would be, please, for the love of the future and all of your children, this conference that's going to be coming up called it Healing for the Ages Weeks, please tell your medical professionals to tune into this or share them. Send them an email of the link to that, that, that actual conference. Healingfortheages.com. Just share it with them. Say, email it to them and say, hey, I'm going to be attending this. I think this is going to be very helpful. I've learned a lot by watching Dr. Artis's, Dr. Ely, Dr. Group, Dr. Schmidt's presentations the last four years. Please go here and learn this. I think this will help your patients. And we don't know how standoffish anyone will be who doesn't know about it. Sure. Just, just share it with them. Day two of the conference is going to blow the whole world's mind. We're excited to show them how they did all of this, but what the solutions are along the entire pathway are. For example, do you know that venom-based spike proteins can be destroyed with hydrogen peroxide? Did you know that? (laughs) 
Uh, I'm more no, of a no mechanical guy. Did you, know, did you know every cell in your body makes hydrogen peroxide, and there's ways to feed the body to manufacture more hydrogen peroxide? Hmm. Worldwide, did you know bee pollen has hydrogen peroxide in it? And if you consume it, it actually destroys venom. Huh. Isn't that amazing? I, know that. I mean, these are some of the real simple things people can do. They're not expensive. You don't need prescriptions. There's not going to be a single thing we're going to tell anybody at this conference that requires a prescription or a surgical device. So herein lies the common sense. Yes. Herein lies the common sense question I had for you earlier. You know, I, I sent you kind of a, a pre-list. Common sense to you is rocket science to somebody else. Just the way it is. I mean, it's just a matter of perspective and views. So when you say it's common sense, uh, you know, and you're teaching your degrees, your schooling, and the guy who is uh, out in the world doing not that work, how do you describe common sense to them? You know, you wear a nicotine patch. It's a it's a seven milligram uh, attachment to your body. You can get them anywhere, correct? Absolutely. You can go in any any Walgreens, Walmart, uh-huh. any place that has a pharmacy. Or a counter. It'll be behind the counter. Behind it's the over counter. the counter. Okay. How, how do you tell them common sense? That's, that's common sense. Well, maybe to you, but not to me, because I'm not educated and I don't uh, study all these high-syllable uh, words. What do you tell somebody with that? Because the show's about common sense. Exactly right. So, for example, it isn't common sense when I came out at first a year ago and I said enlisted nicotine was an antidote to all of COVID. That's why smokers aren't being affected. The most that wasn't common sense to everybody because a lot of people went just like this. I thought that was a, an addictive substance and it was toxic. Why would I take that? Isn't yeah. it dangerous? Yeah. And I'd go like this. Well, actually, I had to look that up too because I wondered, is that a truth also? Well, for the world listening here, Harvard in 2015, you can look up the study. Harvard in 2015 confirmed nicotine is not addictive. And they had to do FOIA requests of the tobacco giants to find out how they made tobacco plants in nicotine addictive. And they found out and published it in 2015. It was the chemicals they were treating it with. Yeah, they add pyrazines, a chemical that actually makes anything you bind it to addictive or additive. They uh-huh. add pyrazines to tobacco and nicotine to make it addictive. Right. And that enhances aromas. Nicotine in itself is not addictive. In fact, in the study in January of 2023, I'm just trying to actually get the solutions to people worldwide who are still in mass confusion, paralyzed with fear and confusion, and don't know what to do. There's so much data being thrown at people, so many supplements being thrown at them, so many preventative solutions being thrown at them, and we are going to simplify this for everybody. It's really not that hard. You just need to know exactly Where to what look. you should be doing. And, and so, who you can trust in the media. And who you can trust, and that's the purpose for the conference. So as far and wide as you can spread this to people you love who – Maybe even took the shots or have or feel remorse for taking the shots or feel nothing after getting the shots. Please share this link for this information. You're not going to see this anywhere else. <laughs> like you will not see it from the medical professionals. You're we are going to be presenting it to them. And thank God they have been our colleagues in arms helping to defend humanity for the last four years. This purpose, even for why I'm doing this show right now, is to convey to you there are people working on your behalf, researching and applying those principles to keep you safe and healthy far into the future. This is not going to end. I can already tell you what the next pandemics are going to be, and they are also going to be weaponized venoms. And I can tell you they're going to call them respiratory viruses of all kind in order for you to avoid falling for the traps that we fell in this four-year cult-like pandemic. Pandemic. They orchestrated very well. I want to keep as many of you healthy as possible without requiring prescription or vaccines in the future because god designed you to not need drugs god designed you to stay healthy with the resources he put on the planet sure which were all the plants animals and you and that's the purpose for this conference is to really give a great review so that we don't see a mass amount of people around the world fall victim to the brainwashing that was given to them so plug your show again plug your plug your contact let's go with that yeah, so it's the DrArtistShow.com is where you can learn more about the conference and have a direct link to there. You can also learn about the Artist Club experience. I actually take people through, these people that are members of my audience who sign up for this. They actually get to spend time with me each month doing Q&As over topics and health. And I get to help answer the questions for them to simply improve their life experience. The HealingForTheAges.com is a, is a website on its own, HealingForTheAges.com where you can learn about what's going to be happening over those three days. 
For those who want to attend in person, you absolutely can do that. The majority of people we want doing this virtually, and you're going to be getting anybody who registers in any capacity, in attendance or virtual. We are wanting hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people participating in this. You're going to be getting a PDF download right when you sign in for the conference that has every bit of our presentation in our notes nice. and all of our solutions that you can reference back to. And then we're going to archive all of our presentations to remain on the Healing for the Ages website because each year we're hoping to build on the foundational principles we're presenting this year. And the whole goal is how can we keep people from falling victim to fear? The majority of anyone in the world who's afraid ever for a moment, they are in fear typically because of the unknown. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know the basics of your body, how God designed the immune system, how it functions, how you feed it, how you take care of it, how you nurture it. If you don't know those principles, you will be afraid of anything they project in the media as a threat to your health. Right, right. Because you don't understand. The knowledge is the power to combat fear. Knowledge the more knowledge is power. you have, yep. the less fear they can actually convince you of, to fall victim of. And that's what the healingforthages.com and the Dr. Artist Show is all about. And I do know you have a hard, uh, hard, 10.30 stop. We're central time. Anything else you got to throw at us before you bounce? Tim, I just want uh, your audiences to know your, your question about how do we get this to more people? I need y'all to share this show as far and wide as possible. What you have been taught is not, or what you have been told isn't always the truth. So for example, how many of the audiences right now woke up this morning and swallowed a blood pressure pill to lower their blood pressure. Mm -hmm. uh, Any of yeah. you that are on a drug called ACE inhibitors, like lisinopril, captopril, inapril, they always end in pril. Any of you that are swallowing that pill, you were told by your medical doctor, this is an ACE inhibitor to reduce your blood pressure. For 42 years, that drug is being prescribed by medical doctors around the world, and you know none of them ever told you because they were never told that the drug they're telling you to swallow every day is made from the venom of a viper snake in Brazil. Huh. None of you knew it. The doctors didn't know it. None of y'all know it. In the world right now, the most money in the manufacturing of drugs is in the exploration of making venom-based drugs. Number two, they are using venoms to make vaccines for all future viral pandemics. And they publish this in their literature over and over and over. All future antiviral vaccines will simply be made from venoms of all kinds of creatures. Scorpions, snakes, frogs, marine sponges in the ocean. This is what they publish they're doing. And we have to make sure you know this is what they're doing. All of you that swallowed snake venom this morning called lisinopril, 22 million Americans did it this morning. None of you knew you were swallowing snake venom. What's the problem with swallowing venom in your body? Venom, since 1956 in a human, has been published to cause brain tumors and every tumor and cancerous growth on any and in any organ in the human body, including skin cancer. Breast cancer, cervical cancer, uterine cancer, prostate cancer, liver cancer, kidney failure. These are all published side effects of venom in the body. In fact, they're published to be side effects of every ACE inhibitor blood pressure drug also. So all of you at home who have swallowed snake venom this morning called ACE inhibitors, you will be threatened with a cancerous growth or mass uh, systemic cancer in the future. You cannot avoid it. Venom is published to do that. In fact, the guy that figured it out in 1956, his name was Stanley Cohen. He figured out all venoms in a mammal will cause tumorous cancer growth in the body. He won a Nobel Prize for figuring this out in 1986. Wow. That's incredible. So please, for the love of God, I want this message going out so we can educate people what they are using as toxins and weapons from nature to cause disease outcomes that they can then sell you solutions for that they call drugs and vaccines. The creators of their own for. And also the world is using right now, uh, there's a company called Monsanto. 
They own a, a patented product called glyphosate that's in Roundup. Mm-hmm. Big, that big, company, big. Monsanto, owns the largest library of patents on venom-based insecticides that can be sprayed out of crop dusters all over the world. Y'all wow. just don't know those white clouds falling on your plants and gardens are actually venom insecticides. And then also the next biggest industry is cosmetic companies around the world are buying venom manufactured all over the world to add to cosmetics, anti-wrinkle creams, uh, you name it, anti-aging things, you name it, pain relief. Venom in the human body causes cancer and immune deficiency. This is how they're creating these problems worldwide. And we want to make sure you're aware of it. Well, I think this show here is a, is a big leverage to let you hear that. And, and again, we, we appreciate you getting on. And I know you have to bounce. I didn't want to keep you too long. Thank you. Um, thank you again. I appreciate you. It's been a year since the show. You sent you last one on. It was, it's awesome. And uh, drartist.com, is that correct? It's the drartistshow.com. There we go. D-R-A-R-D-I-S show.com and healingfortheages.com. Look him up. Pay attention to what he's saying. Common sense, again, isn't common enough, and you need to be your own advocate. So the HUDcast, we we appreciate you showing up today and and taking your time. I will get this out uh, at 5 o'clock drop, and we're going to call it a day. Thank you. God bless you and your audiences. All right, guys. For HUDcast, we're going to sign off. Have a fantabulous rest of your day. I know we're going to talk about the I-80 truck stop, but we are out of time. I'll hit that in the next show. So thanks again. And that's a wrap for HutCast. HutCast is, again, a pragmatic approach to seeing things how some people see them. If you like our show, give us a thumbs up on the Facebook site. Again, for HutCast, thank you again. Have a wonderful evening.